4: There's that monster coming to kill me with his fentanyl knife. Ah, ah, it got me. Ah, what a bummer. Welcome, this is, to, this is, welcome <laughs> to Spooky Week where we talk talking about all of the scariest things. A podcast with foreshadowing.
3: That is foreshadowing, that's yep. right. when where Deputy Garrison Davis just overdosed on fentanyl by being near it and will now yeah. consume 17 Narcans. Yep. It was very scary. Thank you. very very
4: very spooky. Yeah. Uh it's good it's good to it's good to be it's good to be back with spooky week. All right. So this episode, uh I believe Chris has something yeah, very special prepared for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so this, this today we we are talking about one of the, the the most immediately recognizable and enduring symbols of Halloween, and one of the things that I've had to spend the most time cropping out of party invitations when I was sending them Trends to my like, kids in high school. girls and
4: pumpkins. Oh, wait, no, we're talking about other other iconic <laughs> Halloween imagery. Okay. No, no. Yeah, well, th- this is the one, like, like, specifically, I had to spend a lot of
1: time cropping this out of... i. I fucking like party invitations to people because if like you're you're in you're in your like fucking shitty christian suburb and if you send a kid home with an invitation that has a that has a black cat on it uh black their cat. parents will pull them out of public school because of the, like the rising threat of satanism
3: <laughs> Be- better to stick to the uh the tried and true you know like put the unabomber on it or something
1: yeah you got you got a, a lot, lots of nice
4: stars you can put some crosses on it instead
3: but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, a
4: cornucopia Make sure it's like called like a harvest festival or some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: harvest festival. Yeah, no, come to my fucking pentagram party, or your party <laughs> suck.
1: So, yeah, we were we talking about the black cat. Um, And ironically, the, the black cat's association with witchcraft is actually, this is the Catholic Church's fault, as are many as things. As most, most <laughs> the things. The only
3: <laughs> bad thing they've ever done.
1: They even created Protestantism. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real issue. So yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so Pope, pope Gregory the Ninth, uh, made made cats eternally feast on his soul. Uh, took took office of the Pope in 1227, and six years later, oh in in, it's in in 1233, he issued his first papal bull. Just, this is this bull is called Vox in Rama, and Vox in Rama is essentially like it's a giant anti witchcraft bull that is designed you, to like. Okay, okay, what do you mean by bull? Like people, papal bulls <sighs> are these like orders, basically that are like declared by the Pope and they turn into sort of like, they, 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 have this sort of legal status that they're They, they, they determine okay. what sort of church doctrine and church positions. It's, it's okay. basically like, it, it's like, an, it's like the, it's like an executive order for the Pope. Okay. All right. And they could just do this. And so they, they do this a lot. And yeah, this, this is the sort of anti-richcraft one because he's trying to rally support for like stamping out a bunch of heretics in uh, Germany for the crime of like not believing in Catholic doctrine and giving all their money to the Pope. So, this bull like, directly links cats to satanic rituals. There's this whole thing about, like, half-cat, like, half-people oh, that are supposed girls. to be there. Oh, I, w- I the wish. Yeah, cat is, is, this is, this <laughs> is what <Yeah. laughs> we, we
4: are back to iconic trans-girl Halloween imagery. We full, <laughs> yeah. Full-circled. There yeah. are no new moral panics. This is a fucking furry <laughs> panic
1: in, like, 1233. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's amazing.
3: It's great. Uh, cat girls kill God.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, the product of this is that, you know, like, this, 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 from here, it's off to the races, right? Black cats have become associated with witchcraft, and then sort of in general with bad luck, and you get this whole sort of, like, you know, crossing a black cat, like, bringing bad luck. And, and this has really sort of devastating real-world effect on cats. Like, there are sort of, there it, it, are like... It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, I mean, like, it, like it, throughout Europe, like, from this point on, like, periodically, there were just mass killings of cats in Europe. Because, like, these people are fucking barbarians and savages who, like, should
4: never have been allowed to, like, leave their stone huts. Um, When when I was getting, a a while ago, when I was getting some childhood cats, we were talking to the cat agency, and we learned that they don't allow people to adopt black cats during October. Because people either buy them as props, and then, like, get rid of them, or just, like, abuse them. Oh, Um, it's, it sucks. It's like an yeah. actual problem.
1: Yeah, absolute and, and,
3: filth. Are we gonna get to the Great Cat Massacre?
1: No. What is the Great uh, okay. Cat Massacre?
4: that sounds like a sequel to that to that Mouse Sherlock Holmes movie that Disney made.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's the extremely dark version. Yeah, uh, no, the Great Cat Massacre is a book by Robert Danson. It's like a uh, it, it it's a very like if you're doing a history graduate degree and you're reading like these sort of histories of everyday life or like uh histories of popular laughter you will read the great cat massacre and uh he details how like basically in France i can't, I can't remember when but uh these printer's apprentices were like the, the, the apprentices lived with the printer right and the printer's wife also had a bunch of cats which she cared for much better than the apprentices uh so they, they got mad and started doing cat murders oh no uh, they put the cats on trial and convicted them of witchcraft.
4: Wait, wait. So this was, like, <laughs> this was like judicial murder.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah they sentenced the cats to uh, like death by... Ha- I think they hung them or something. Holy oh my shit. God. Did yeah, the cats they... have
4: like a defense attorney? Like
1: what is... What, it's a witchcraft. A... Well, no, you're supposed, you're supposed to have an advocate at a witchcraft trial. So one would hope. But unfortunately, the. my guess though is if you're probably going to get another cat. Which is, like, not a great defense yeah. attorney. No, they don't give yeah. a single fuck.
3: Oh, I don't know. They could they could really fuck up your face or something if they just, you know, went uh, claws out. I don't know if the cats had a defense attorney. It's an excellent question. Uh, if someone's read <laughs> it more recently than me.
1: This is, this, is, this is reminding me of that that great poster someone took from a vet's office that was, like, fighting cats. It's like, don't fight fair, use drugs.
3: <laughs> great yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, okay. <laughs> My piece of advice to you is don't fight fair. Yeah, use drugs. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. It's it's, it's good good general advice. Mm -hmm. And put them in your Halloween uh, sweets. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah. So uh, according to a study from the journal Animals, uh, black cats have the highest rate of euthanasia in shelters and have lower rates of adoption, like have the lowest rate of adoption among all fur colors, which is like extremely fucked up. And it's also like... The number of cats that we euthanize every year is just so bleak. It's very sad. Yeah, so fuck the Catholic Church. This is their fault somehow. However, comma, for millions of people across space and time, the black cat has meant something else entirely. This black cat with its fur raised and back arched is the bringer of the class war, the herald of the new world, Mm. and its name is Sabotage. And
3: okay, so it's b- b- a Beastie Boys song about it.
1: Yeah, and b- b- before 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 we get into how the Sabo Tabby or the Sabo Kitty became associated with sabotage, we have to talk about what sabotage actually is. And the reason we have to do this is because sabotage, like, does not mean the same thing now as it did when the term was coined. So if if you look at sort of the modern definition of sabotage, it's it's almost entirely focused around sort of the physical destruction of property. Like here, here's here's Merriam Webster's definition, for example. Destruction of employers' property, such as tools or materials, or the hindering of manufacturing by discontented workers. 2. Destruction or obstructive action carried on by a civilian or enemy agent to hinder a nation's war efforts. And, okay, so part part of the reason why, sabot- why everyone thinks about sabotage as sort of like a physical act of destruction has to do with the sort of folk etymology of you know where the word sabotage came from, which is supposedly dates back to these like early eighteen hundred French workers throwing these wooden shoes called sabots into like machines to break them. And the problem is that this sort of just isn't true. <laughs> um, like the, 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 there there's no direct evidence that anyone sabotaged machines by throwing your shoes into them, which seems like a kind of in a, a kind of inefficient way. Just grab a stick, right? Like you you need your shoes to walk on.
3: Yeah. And and the other thing is that sabotage. These are the only... people who put cats on trial. They weren't always thinking in straight lines. And that's true. Well, this this is the eighteen hundreds. So okay, okay. hopefully, hopefully,
1: we're slightly past the cat trials. But what's interesting about this is the the other thing about this. Okay, like sabotage, like is a French word, right? The the French shoe, the word for the shoe is sabot. Like it doesn't start up until like the late eighteen hundreds. It literally just means someone who, like, it means to make a wooden shoe.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: But it turns out it's actually its actual origin is is more interesting. Than this um the term sabotage as you know like the, the sort of like worker action was invented by the French anarchist Emile Pigeot I don't P O U G E T I don't know how to pronounce not, that It does not I, matter. No one cares. It's
4: Pouchet. I think. Pouchet. I I, I I don't know. Sure. He's French. Okay. slightly it's fine. I,
1: I feel slightly bad because he's one of the few good Frenchmen
3: him, <laughs> some, some, him, uh, him and, controversial him,
4: statement. Him and Foucault, the only flawless yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Emile Pagot is like he's
1: a. Okay, uh, I've just looked this guy's just face up. up.
3: <laughs> this guy's extremely French. Yeah, really? but he's also he, he he is
1: he is in the he's in the period of French cool, which is to say he is, um, he he is, he is an he is an anarchist. He is a cynicalist. He is okay, doing yeah. all, all of right. the shit, um, and he. Like he invents the term sabotage as part of this report to the CGT's, uh, eighteen seventy nine conference in some city whose name I can't remember. So uh, the CGT is a, is a really weird union. It means CGT means like the, the General Confederation of Labor of workers, basically. Um, actually, it's really funny because 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 of how similar like French, Spanish, and Portuguese are, there were like sixteen thousand unions across like twelve countries that are named <laughs> the CGT. It's, 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 they're all either the CGT or the UGC because (laughs) they're all just like (laughs) confederation and they're all or something. Yeah. So the the French CGT is like a very, very weird union. They're they're, they're like, they're the only union I've ever seen that has at various points been an anarchist union, a communist union, a liberal union, and a social democratic union. And it also like the, 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 the thing they're famous for sort of now is the fact that they sat out like every revolution that's ever happened in France. Like, they're, they're, they're probably most famous for, like, telling people to, like, b- basically signing a pact with the government and trying to get people, like, to go back to work when May 68 was happening. <laughs> and, you know, and the interesting the, the thing about the, like, the, the, CGT, the CGT is still around today. They have, like, 700,000 members or something. Like, they're, 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 they're the second largest union in France. And, I don't know, they, it's interesting. So, they'll go on strike for, like, pension stuff, but they won't go on strike to, like, abolish the class system, sort of how I put it. But in, in the late 1800s and early 1900s they are a very, very radical syndicalist union. And Emile Pigot, who, again, like, like a- anarchist par excellence is like their vice secretary. <laughs> so P- Pigot, like, invents – he invents the word sabotage as a way of translating basically the Scottish term that I – okay – I apologize for my Scottish pronunciation. I don't. I, I genuinely don't really have <laughs> many problems with, with Scottish people. Uh, I I think the term is Gokani, basically, which means "go slow." Um, yeah, here's go from his pamphlet God, sabotage. That's um, like his explanation of like what's going on here. The, the first part of it's him quoting a, a British pamphlet that's about what uh, Gokani is. If you want to buy a hat worth two dollars, you must pay two dollars. If you want to spend only $1.50, you must be satisfied with an inferior quality. A hat is a commodity. If you want to buy a dozen of... uh, Why is it a dozen of shirts? Okay, I don't know. People wrote weird in the early 1900s. If you want to buy half a dozen shirts at 50 cents each, you must pay $3. If you only spend $2.50, you can only have five shirts. Now, the boss declares that labor and skill are nothing but commodities, like hats and shirts. Very well, we answer. We'll take you at your word. If labor and skill are commodities, their owners have the right to sell them like the hat seller sells hats and the haberdasher sells shirts. These merchants must give a certain value in exchange for an equivalent value. For a lower price, you will have an article of either lower quality or smaller quantity. Give the worker a fair wage and he will furnish you with his best labor at its highest skill. On the other hand, give the worker an insufficient wage, and you forfeit the right to demand the best and most of his labor. Any more than you can demand a two-dollar hat for one dollar. The go-kani consists then in systematically applying the formula: bad wages, bad labor. <laughs> so yeah, basically, what this is is like it, 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 it's it's uh, go is like it's 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 a kind of strike where. It's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a slowdown or there's another kind of striker's name I'm forgetting right now where it's like you 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 like exactly follow the rules work to rule yeah yeah it's it's kind of like a work to rule strike but it's basically like okay so you're not being paid enough so you just intentionally work really shittily yeah. <laughs> and you just, and just keep working slowly and badly until bosses pay you more. And so the, the, this had been a big thing in, in Britain, and Pigot like, sees this, and he writes basically, like, a, a paper, like, recommending that the CGT starts using this as a tactic. But he's try, he's try, trying to find a French word for it, and he's like, I don't know how to translate this. And so what he thinks of is, there, there's this sort of, like, well, okay, so here's where it gets messy, because it's like, there's, like, a couple versions of the story. One version of it is, like, work as if you're being, like, hit with a wooden shoe. <laughs> So like, true. I wake, up, like, I, I wake up
4: every yeah. morning and turn on my <laughs> yeah. podcasting mic, and yeah. a clog just f- flies uh, in through my window and smacks me in it. the face.
3: That's why Sophie. Uh, that's why Sophie had to move. Yeah. To get yeah, with the there's,
4: there's these. There's these slingshots set up outside my windows that launch these clogs right at my face every morning. Hilariously.
1: Yeah. Hilariously, we are going to come back to slingshots in uh, oh, maybe twenty cool. minutes. <laughs> So there's this thing in France like so people people with wooden shoes basically generally are like peasants right they're people from rural areas and there's this whole sort of stereotype in France that like in this period and like sort of through the 1800s that's like there's like these people with their wooden shoes and they're like peasants and they're like ignorant and they're bad at working and like and so ba- basically what bagot is the other thing the other theory of what's happening here is he's he's doing, he's like reversing this thing right he's like well okay here's this here's this like stereotype of like workers working badly and he's like, okay, no. What? What if we did this on purpose? Like, what? What if we were intentionally just lazy? And it, it, it's important to note that, like, and Pagoda does this in, in his writing that, like, so he invents the word sabotage, but like, he sure as hell didn't invent the content of sabotage. Uh, here, here, here's from the pamphlet sabotage again: sabotage, is a form of revolt, is as old as human exploitation. Since the day man had the criminal ability to profit by another man's labor, since that very same day, the exploited to- the exploited toiler has instinctively tried to give his master less than what was demanded from him. In this way, the worker was unconsciously doing sabotage, demonstrating in an indirect way the irrepressible
4: antagonism that arrays capital and labor against one another. Okay, I'm I'm I have to I have to do a call out post on poor poor get poor gee whatever. Um, that was very sexist. He said every man. Uh, that's true. That's not... Mm-hmm. Women should also be forced to work. Um, non-binary people should be forced to work. Um, eight hours a day, hopefully more. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's just making men work is a little yeah. sexist.
3: Garrison, doing a Hillary Clinton there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: doing a Glenn Greenwald there. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's right.
3: Yeah. We'd love to see it. Ah,
1: no, uh, Weirdly, weirdly... I in terms of in terms of canceling a Frenchman a French dude for sexism like pretty mild <laughs> not gonna lie yeah, yeah. <laughs> least problematic Frenchman man. <laughs> don't, don't, he he probably did do something horrible I just didn't see it when I was reading about it but you know such as su- such as the, the 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 guy who invents sabotage um so okay so we have sabotage as like you know and, and this is an interesting thing about this right when 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 Pigot is first like defining the word right. Like he literally is just talking about like labor slowdowns, right, and but you know v- very quickly sabotage comes to mean other things, yeah and like throwing he- bombs. heres, yeah. so so here here's again from this same pamphlet. he's quoting this the secretary of a of a railway union who's like on strike for the right to unionize, and this this is what the fucking railway union secretary guys says with two cents worth of a certain ingredient uni- utilized in a peculiar way, he declared. It will be easy for the railway men to put the locomotive in such conditions as to make it (laughs) impossible to run them, which uh, fucking absolute, absolutely based 1870s uh, (laughs) French Railroad (laughs) Union secretary. Uh, It's great stuff. It's actually funny because like she's just like out there just like saying this and like Every modern union has, like, a giant disclaimer in their thing saying, like, we do not we, endorse the destruction of machines. Like the, we the do not base, do crimes. We are, are not criming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the fucking base French guys like, no, 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 no. Like, we, we
4: are actively threatening you to destroy, like, every locomotive in France if you do not let us form this union. This is why, <laughs> as, this is why my organizing with the iHeart Union is solely based on us planning future terrorist attacks. If yeah. we don't, if, if we don't get our way, the Hollywood sign will never never be the same again. <laughs> oh god.
3: <laughs> I've well, already poured sugar into the uh, gas tank of my podcast recorder.
4: Great, that's going to work out perfect. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: that's
1: unf- unf- unfo-
4: unfortunately,
1: the Unfortunately, the 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 gas tank of the podcast is like my stomach. So, we're kind of it's it's mm-hmm. it's just that's, as a fact of it's actually yep. pouring sugar into things. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: right. That's why I'm hiding under your bed with a funnel right now. Some sugar.
1: On the other hand, Garrison, do you know what else will put locomotives in such a condition that will make it impossible for them to run?
4: Uh the is this an ad break is, is this yes okay. this is an uh, ad uh, <laughs> the, dynamite uh, the the products and services that support this podcast
1: they are yeah there. The, no, the fucking no. the, the rail companies are making the trains not be able to work the trains are too long they are too long okay
3: <laughs> dynamite the answer is dynamite
0: The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to the Burger Yippee! Would you like a hot
1: apple
3: pie today? Yes,
1: yes, yeah! I won! Woohoo! So
3: that's a yes on the apple
1: pie? I just won big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over twelve hundred games. Woo!
0: So yes or no on the apple pie? Woah! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino.
2: at PurdueGlobal.edu.
5: Happy Pride from TomboyX. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
0: Baseball fans,
1: and we're back. Okay, so uh, from, from here, the definition of sabotage starts to sort of expand um, very rapidly. Uh, here, here's from the IWW in 1913 about what sabotage is. Oh, God. Sabo- oh, boy, let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious. Sabotage is, a, is, sabotage is a destruction of profits to gain a definite revolutionary economic end. It has many forms. It may mean damaging the raw materials is de- uh, destined for a scab factory or shop. It may mean spoiling... It may mean the spoiling of a finished product it may mean the displacement of parts of machinery or the disarrangement of a whole machine where that machine is the one upon which other machines are dependent for material it may mean working slow it may mean poor work it may mean missending packages giving overweight to consumers pointing out defects in goods using the best material <laughs> where the employer uh, desires alteration and also the telling of trade secrets in
4: fact, it has as many variations as there are lines of work. This is this is so fascinating because sabotage definitely now is way more associated with, like, Earth First, like, ELF tactics. And yeah. this is, like, very labor-focused. Like, sabotage is done yeah. by the people who are working at... The factory or place of production on the products that they're working on—it's it's, that—that is ex- extremely fascinating.
1: Yeah, and and, and I think there's another thing too, right? Because like there, there is the sort of physical aspect of it, but again, like th- this was created as like like a, a, as a term of sort of like like anar like specifically like syndicalist political struggle, right? Yeah, and, and as that term, like it's a lot of what they're talking about when people talk about sabotage is just like strikes and like labor slowdowns, yeah. and that that part of the connotation of sabotage has just like completely faded.
4: And yeah, no. we're gonna get
1: into yeah, right. sort of
4: like how that happens, and, and it's bit, so based on addressing actual material changes as opposed yeah. to like a lot of sabotage now is almost like performative, like even like even like ELF type stuff. <laughs> it does it it does get a thing done. Like, yes, this thing did burn down, but they're gonna build another one. It's it's all it's obviously it's it's for kind of like spectacles built into what the actual goal is, and for this kind of stuff, it's actually it's about like it's more like improving labor conditions it, it, yeah, it, well, it, 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 it's based it, yeah, on like, and, I,
1: and, I, and like there's a lot of this that is this that is specifically designed not to be no- like very noticeable like i mean there's there's a very common thing you get yeah. trucker strikes like yeah. in the u.s even, even like sort of like conservative trucker strikes will do this thing where like okay so the truckers will go on strike and then they'll hang like they'll basically like hang like fragments of metal and shit from like the top of overpasses so that if you drive another truck under it it'll like fuck up the top of the truck and that's the, that's kind of stuff isn't like it's not designed it's specifically not designed to be public, right? It's designed to be something that like, okay, like it, it's 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 about like directly materially hurting the bosses.
4: Yeah, yeah over like yeah. a long period of time, not just like yeah. one like single action. You do it I'm, and you I'm, run away and hope to nev- and hope to never be caught. It's like no, yeah. I'm just gonna work slowly for two years yeah, and it yeah. costs well, my boss like thousands <laughs> of dollars in profit. I mean, there, there, there's there's
1: some, there's something like. The, okay, so I I, I guess i will talk about it here. So I, I've been I've been doing the, some episodes next week are going to be about Lula, who's like the sort of like great, uh, like originally labor leader and uh, turned sort of like. Why am I blanking yeah. on the name? of Friend the term? of
3: the people of Haiti.
1: Yeah, we're going to get to that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what he turned into. There's nothing else.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, he, he so he's a former president of Brazil, may be the next president of Brazil also. Maybe. But you know he he he, ha- <laughs> yeah. he has this interesting sort of like he he does a bunch of labor organizing under the military dictatorship and he has this really interesting line because uh, d- d- during the military dictatorship in Brazil there's a bunch of these sort of like like underground leftist paramilitary groups and like like his brother gets like arrested by the military and tortured horribly and he has this really interesting line about that talking about these clandestine groups which is like okay like if, if like if you guys had like. Talked to like the two thousand people who work in this factory instead of doing this completely clandestinely and not even telling your own family that you're a communist. Like maybe if you talked to people, like they couldn't have grabbed you off the street and just like arrest, like and just like disappeared you overnight because there would have been people there. Yeah, and and that and that's that's the thing. Like the, the, all of this stuff, like this kind of sabotage relies on like you and like everyone else around you also doing the thing, and that makes it like harder to crack down on because you just you you know you sort you have critical mass. And yeah, and, and that's something that I think is is very different from sort of modern sabotage, which is yeah, based on these sort of like e- either either like okay, we're doing this and we're going to get arrested, or it's like here is like a secret cell in like the woods in Oregon, and <laughs> yeah. and no, no, none of the people, none of the people in this group will ever see each other again after they like spike this tree.
3: <laughs> I wonder if it has its roots in like um, I don't know when these like subo people in France existed but like in britain we have the luddites at around a similar time who are sometimes seen as one of the original like trade unions right who would um sure break break boilers in the industrial revolution yeah based yeah britain still incidentally uh makes it a capital crime to destroy a boiler or like to break (laughs) a boiler. (laughs) yeah holy shit well it's a way of break because what the like the Ned Ludd is just like fictional leader of the Luddites right like this giant general who's supposed to come and they were like oh it was Ned Ludd mate I don't even think about it what you're talking about <laughs> uh, and so they like they made it a capital triumph. to try but to try and break up specifically that right to what, what like Chris is talking about like like it's obviously like personifying the forces of labor as as a giant general is not something that, that continued throughout space and time but that solidarity where where like Someone in the factory fucked up the boiler. Everyone in the factory has something to gain from fucking up the boiler. So as long as we don't tell anyone, the boiler stays fucked up.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. Like pigo actually like specifically writes about. Well, he's writing about the, the stuff, the the stuff in the nineteen th- like the late eighteen uh, thirties. But like he specifically writes about like the, the, the that that kind of labor struggle in Britain as like one of the th- yeah. as one of the sort of like forebearers. Yeah, like the Chartists and the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chartists
3: um, are great. We should do a thing on them.
1: Yeah, but so this stuff is sort of like yeah, the, 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 a lot. A lot of this stuff is people is people in the eighteen like the eighteen nineties and like early nineteen hundreds like looking back on those groups. Yeah, and okay, so I I, I want to sort of pivot a little bit, which is okay. So we've mentioned the IWW, um, and the IWW are the people who are basically like responsible for associating sabotage with the Black Cat, and it, it's sort of unclear how this happens, um. Here's how the modern IWW talks about in 2011. It, which is like the sort of like sabotage cat picture. It was probably conceived by IWW member Ralph Chaplin, most famous for penning the IWW labor anthem Solidarity Forever, who produced many of the IWW's early si- silent agitated graphics, which themselves had close association with hobo signs described elsewhere in this gallery of IWW culture. I can cut that part. Although today the cat has a general association with the IWW, sometimes even as its mascot, its original purpose was as a code or symbol for direct action at the point of production, specifically sabotage. Indeed, the cat may have been, may even have been chosen due to the convenient wordplay sabotabby, possibly even a direct inspiration from Mel Blanc's characterization of Bugs Bunny, often, uh, Bugs Bunny is often mispronounced sabotage, sabotage. So
4: Bugs Bunny really should be, as like, an anarchist, an anarchist sabotage icon <laughs>
3: yeah
1: so as described in the section on sabotage it must be emphasized that the latter did not mean destruction of machinery or equipment although i i, I really think that's partially like the, the modern iww being like hey don't sue us like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. this, this is the thing with the, the old iww is like you'll you'll get you'll get like statements from iww leaders who are like uh we I, uh, we're, we're not the guy we don't like our our strikers aren't the people who break machines there's another group of people <laughs> yeah. who are like here also but who are not <laughs> us who are not us who are we who are destroying <laughs> yeah. all these yeah.
4: things <laughs> i i never do crimes it's great stuff we oh, oh, only my identical twin harrison does
3: crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bad I, it's a- twin it's amazing how many symbols of industrial labor come from the Wobblies. Like the raised fist also comes from the IWW, right? Like it's incredible this global impact.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, and I think there's a there's a reason for this, which is that like, okay, if 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 you're if you are a capitalist in the early 1900s, like this cat is the spookiest shit you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> it, it, like it is terrifying. Like they are like groups of Wobblies will like try to step off a boat. And people will, and like the like sheriffs will just immediately start shooting them. Oh, yeah. Like it is uh, the, to this day. I think I think the IWW is the only leftist group in the history of the U.S. outside of Puerto Rico that has ever taken an American city, which they did in the. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a very small town on the border, but they they they, they actually successfully took American cities like d- during the Mexican Revolution. Um, and Blair
3: Mountain maybe the uh, United Mine. Well, countries. they
1: they didn't actually like. That's the thing, though. They, they didn't actually like fully like drive drive out like. Okay. Yeah, true. Yeah, like, like, they, like, the, 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 the WWE, like, actually fully, like, took over these towns <laughs> and was, like, who are the fucking running this now? But, you know, but, but this thing that starts happening here is you, you get, like, like, people are really desperate, like, there, there's still, there's a bunch of houses, like, there's a bunch of, like, old mansions from this period, like, late 1800s, early 1900s, like, in Chicago, that are are all built in a line in one street and the reason they were all built that way was because uh they they wanted to be on on the road to on the road to the fucking nearest military base so that when the revolution come they (laughs) came they could run and hide like this is how scared peace people are and Uh, the the, like bosses start offering workers things as a compromise that like most people today like think are socialism like they have like you start getting companies that have like inter that have their own workers councils in them like, like here, here is here is the Workers' Council. We'll give the Workers' Council a bunch of control over how the shop floor works. Like, please don't overthrow us. Like, Rockefeller, like, develops the idea of putting workers on corporate boards, like, specifically as a way of trying to buy off workers and stopping them from, like, sabotaging their way to a revolution and just, like, stealing all of Rockefeller's property for the working class. And, you know, we've been talking a, about a lot about this in sort of, like, the American context and, like, sort of the French and English context. But – you know, partially because of the etymology, partially because of, like, who's involved with, like, the Pacific Black Cat thing, but, like, syndicalism, which is this sort of, like, this ideology of using democratic unions doing a general strike to, like, seize control of the means of production and ending the class system. This is fucking everywhere. This is, these these people spread, like, wildfire. Like, I think I think probably the most famous syndicalists, other than the IWW, are the CNT in Spain, but, like, you know, the, the Itali- Italian, in in 1917, in 19, in 19, uh, 1919, 19, like, Syndicalists in Italy, like, very nearly pull off a revolution during a period that becomes known as the Benio Rosso, or, like, the Two Red Years. They, they they wind up being betrayed by the Italian socialists, and that's how we get Mussolini, but... Shocked. Yeah, who who, who could have guessed? But, you know, there there are enormous syndicalist unions, like, everywhere. There's, there's these huge syndicalist unions in both Brazil and Argentina, and sort of bizarrely... Both Brazil and Argentina both have these sort of like general strike, anarchist revolutions in both 1917 and 1919. Yeah, it, it's wild. Like the, the, the syndicalists are everywhere. There's there's like there's syndicalists like uh, tin workers in Brazil. They're in Venezuela. There's an IWW section in South Africa. There's like syndicalists in Egypt. They're in Japan. Like it fr- from this period, from like the late 1800s through, v- really even the early so the early 1920s, like. The, these people are a pretty significant section of, like, the entire international labor and socialist movement, and everywhere in syndicalism goes, this black cat goes with them. Now, un- unfortunately, as, a, as the 1900s wear on, the, the the influence of syndicalism begins to wane as a combination of both intense post-World War One repression and, you know, as as reactions, sort of, like, Red Scare reactions to uh, the Russian Revolution, and also the sort of rise of, like, Leninist Communist parties who have their own doctrines that don't, like, rely on sabotage in the sort of theoretical sense that uh syndicalism does and th- this this has like th- this 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 has a bunch of sort of malign effects on what people think sabotage is unfortunately but do you know what else degraded the use of sabotage as a political and ideological weapon uh,
3: it's it's ads <laughs> it's, 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 it's the advertising industrial complex Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Was it not the beastie boys
1: High Five High Five Casino was a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High
2: Five Casino. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
5: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year
1: And we are back, but wait, there's still more sabotage because unfortunately, you know, as, as the sort of like the, the syndicalist movement is declining and like every single one of these people is getting shot, uh, there was waiting in the wings, another type of sabotage that we've talked about mm-hmm. a lot on this show. And yeah, th- this is ecological sabotage, which I, I'm okay. I also see people calling it ecotage, and like, I'm sorry. I, lo- <laughs> yeah. I love you. I love you all forest defenders. That is a dog shit word. Like not a word. (laughs) Ecotage. Like, hey, come on. Like, this is this is not this is not actually a good word. We could do better. Um, it's also called monkey wrenching after the uh the 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 work of of ecological activist and inveterate racist Edward Abbey. (laughs) Uh, That's right.
3: And sexist. Don't don't let him off the hook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Old Uh, white dude Edward Abbey.
1: Yeah, he he's he's a very like. He, this is a very like Pacific Northwest kind of guy, who's like I, and a Southwest really into, kind of guy. That's true. Yeah, Southwest, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like guy, guy who's white really likes forests, does not like brown people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he loves
3: the fucking <laughs> desert. Like the, uh, yeah, yeah. Desert boomers love some Edward Abbey. They pay a I I was in Moab recently, and like the amount of people selling like first editions of Edward Abbey books. Oh my god, I like, like, <laughs> Uh, without like an entire, I uh, like first, first edition to like Earth First Gathering posters and stuff for like thousands hey, of dollars to someone to, gang, who's but... on an off road safari. Oh, oh nice! I, yeah, that, this, that's a copy. Of the Monkey this wrench.
1: may be a
4: first edition,
3: actually. <laughs> Damn. Do do
1: do <laughs> do you want to tell old. the crowd what this book is about? The you Monkey Wrench opened? Gang. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's
4: a group of people who have some fun times. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Doom. people who tra- travel yeah. around. They play with some trains. Um... <laughs> And Some diggers. They play with diggers, bulldozers. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They were. They they were diggers. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was just having fun times. Also, this is something that I I did not know for a while. But Edward Abbey also wrote one of the uh, adaptations of Lolita to play on stage.
0: Oh, oh. shit!
4: I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: just an unproblematic guy doing unproblematic stuff. He just loves trees. Yeah. Well, okay. So
1: here's he, uh, the 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 one genuinely unproblematic thing that he did is, is he he wrote this. Uh, another book called Eco. Well, he okay. So he's involved in the writing of this. There's a lot of there's a lot of people who've contributed to this, but he's involved in the writing of a book called Eco Defense: A Field Guide to Monkey Wrenching, which is this like unbelievably intricate and detailed guide to doing everything from like tree Cry. spiking <laughs> to disrupting power cries. lines to breaking <laughs> ranching yeah. equipment to sabotaging vehicles and aircraft to freeing animals from traps to defeating surveillance to sinking ships to a section that is called only
4: quote fun with slingshots uh great in oh, the book it, is, it sure is fun
3: <laughs> Even <Yeah>. in Monkey <laughs> Wrench Gang, like he goes into great detail about like, yeah. how to start a caterpillar like Bulldozer. <laughs> like, no,
4: like a lot of it was like how to do terrorism, but like in a novel. I do yeah. like
3: yeah, it's fantastic, it,
1: it, yeah. Well, it's like the, 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 there's a whole genre of like of post-World War II French films that are this with prison breaks where it's like <laughs> it's a bunch of people, people who like been in concentration camps and like had broken out of them and are making these movies that are like just really intricate. Thing. Okay, okay. This is how you make a lock pick. Like this is this is how you figure out guards. Like shift changes. Like this is how you like take out these boards. <laughs> it's it's great stuff. It's it's one, one right. of the better kinds of things. And uh, eco defense. Like it's not the most banned book I've ever seen. A, a, an award that handbook? goes to yeah. It, it's it's not okay. So uh, on the one hand, like the FBI is in a weird position because they can't like technically ban it because. The U.S. has this thing called the First Amendment that, like, you well, can sometimes well, win in Chris, court, does, sort does of. It re- does it well, but here, really? But here's know? the thing. Here's the thing. Here's so, the thing. Uh,
4: the Eco Defense Handbook was not written by Edward Abbey. It was written by David Foreman. Or, yeah, or but he, well, okay. Uh, there was a foreword in the book written by Edward Abbey. Okay, that that's the first right he, he was, in, I think. I think he was involved with the publication with it, like he, somewhat. He, he, like D- uh, David Foreman yeah. and Edward Abbey were friends. They were, yeah, they, and, well, they, and, they were buddies. They, they were. And, doing and Abbey,
1: Abbey, I get, Abbey, Abbey, Abby is less involved with this insofar as he, like Foreman, like the FBI tries to like entrap him for writing this book. Like, all, like all most of the people who like actually wrote why. sections to this, yeah, like all, all these people, like people, start, yeah. The FBI tries to arrest him on other stuff because unfortunately this book doesn't violate traffic law, so they can't arrest you for it. And I think okay, you I I can I, d- still I do
4: buy it on Amazon. Which
1: oh is yeah, really it's funny. yeah, it's on Yeah,
3: it's on the Anarchist Library for free. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't buy it. Don't yeah. give Jeffrey Bezos your money. Yeah. Well, it, Tur- it, so it, turn
4: on a VPN, use Tor, and go to the Anarchist Library. Anarchist library. <laughs> I know I, it, it's it's in this category of books that are like. Like,
1: okay, when, when you have your normal banned books list, they, they they don't include, there's two kinds of books they don't include. One is they don't include books where it's like, well, they didn't technically ban the book, but they tried to arrest everyone who wrote it. And then two, they don't include Alfredo Bonanno's Arm Joy, a book for which he was arrested, thrown in prison, and kept there while the Italian government, on orders from the Supreme Court, like, took
4: every copy they could find and lit it on fire in giant bonfires. The, the other thing with the Eco Defense Handbook, even if they did not arrest the owners i've talked with a lot of green anarchists from who who were active during the green scare and they definitely arrested people oh yeah just for having, for having the it book. yeah, like, yeah. It, like if like if you had it that was evidence that you were a terrorist like yeah it was something that like you don't talk about you don't put your fingerprints on it um because having this book could get you in trouble like you don't like it's it, it it's there's there's multiple ways to ban a book. One of them being, if you have it, they're gonna try to charge you with like terrorism enhancement stuff. Um, yeah, or they might, they might it, also try it, to cause it a on pretext. You. So yeah, fun book. Yeah, and yeah. so and, and like I, I think yeah,
1: calling it like I think with the, so I, I think a lot of the stuff that people were doing that got called monkey wrenching or sort of like eco, ecological sabotage just, just called eco terrorism today because people have dis- well th- there's like a whole loop of this right because there's 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 the FBI to the green scare going like all of this is terrorism we're going to use the fucking entire like giant like military apparatus we've built up to like go after a bunch of people setting free animals but then uh, but then like like at, at some point and this this is I think this thing is very interesting in the last sort of like five, ten years like people who weren't really involved with the original stuff decided that ecoterrorism was cool and now everyone on Twitter just talks about ecoterrorism all the time which is like they talk an, about an it. Interesting yeah. term. Well, they mm-hmm. don't. And this is the thing: those people don't do it. And it's like, come on,
3: <laughs> like. Uh, but on the other hand, th- there are a lot of people like. We should maybe caveat for our British listeners that you absolutely can be prosecuted for having that book, and multiple people have been prosecuted in the last two years a, for in having a, the a, Anarchist Cookbook. I mean, you can still be. <laughs> oh yeah. You well, it's, so, it's like they, they, they can't ban you
4: from, from selling possession. it. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, if it's you're like, even if you're an American, you can still get they they've yeah. still gotten people for having the book. Like it's it, well, it's, it's, it's yeah. The, yeah
1: it, that's, that's that's the interesting thing about how the censorship works, right? Is it like like you you are allowed to be a capitalist and sell it, but yeah. you're but you're not allowed to buy yes. it because yeah, having yeah, it yeah. means you're a terrorist. Yep,
3: wonderful stuff. Yeah, in Britain, you can't even. Things like the Anarchist Cookbook, like people have been prosecuted for oh, having yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and anyone should too. be
4: prosecuted for the Anarchist Cookbook because because it's dog shit. Anyone
3: it's who had, <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to do like a deep dive into like the history of all the shit that's been blamed on that book and yeah, uh, all the people who've referenced. And
1: it's it. funny too because it, it's not like the army literally doesn't publish fucking field manuals that yes. you could just buy at a store that like has all the same shit like. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, terrorism is when we do it and not when mm-hmm. they do it. Yeah, that's right. So I, I, I want to talk about – so, like, th- this whole thing is is a product of, like, this – like, you know, this is what sabotage turns into, right? And there's – you know, and so, so some of the peop- stuff that, like, is being done here isn't really that destructive. Like, a lot of people, like – you know, like, like, people people like, sitting in trees, right? There's a lot of stuff that's sort of, like, civil disobedience that is, like – you know, I- included in this stuff. But then there's also, like, you know, but, you know, but the, but the, like, stuff like spiking trees is where you, I think you, and it's basically, like, destroying construction equipment is where stuff, you start you start to get the sort of, like, modern understanding of sabotage is, like, a thing that, like, an activist does to, like, a piece of machinery. But, you know, like, there, there's a lot of things people do, like, people sabotage, like, whaling ships. But then also, I I, I want to sort of close the episode with this, is that, like, there's a lot of people in a lot of other places in the world who do, Like, who do a lot of stuff for ecological defense that doesn't get put under this framework, where, for example, there are groups like the Niger Delta Avengers who are like, okay, fuck it, if the the Nigerian government is just going to execute ecological activists, we're going to pick up guns, we're going to blow up pipelines, and we're going to start shooting and, you know, there, there's ground in between, like, the sort of, like, we're going to do sabotage and we're going to, like, do armed struggle. Like, in Ecuador, for example, one of the responses you see to sort of, like, attacks on indigenous land by capitalist developers is indigenous groups being just, like, fuck it, we're doing an uprising. And then tens of thousands of people, like, spend three weeks fighting in the, fighting cops in the street until they stop. And you also see stuff that's, like, it's kind of, like... Okay, so one of the other... Specifically in France, they do this all the fucking time. Uh, like, one of the older sort of, like, workers... like. <laughs> sabotage tactics is just like you kidnap your manager and like people do this like now in france like it's just like okay you're the manager you can't leave until you agree to our demands and like but like when people people will do this in ecological settings well like a government they'll send in a government minister to like negotiate something it'll be there'll be like a my manager around and people will just be like okay like we're kidnapping you like we'll let you go when you stop doing this i know no, it's
3: good good stuff
1: yeah, and, and I think, and I think like, and, and these tactics also sort of spread. Like, for example, in Chile, if you look at like, if you look at their sort of like, like militant ecological struggles, especially like indigenous Mapuche resistance, like that is a place that like, uh, more than anywhere else I've ever seen, love setting construction equipment on fire. Like they, they really, they really like this lighting backhoes on fire. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, but you know, have, having sort of said all of this, like the, the fact that sabotage is synonymous with sort of like, Property destruction is, I like, I genuinely think like a triumph of corp- of corporate propaganda because the the original meaning of it, right? The and the, the original politics behind it, uh, which which is this like very explicit class politics of like, fuck it, like if we are not going to get the actual like products of our own labor, we are either not going to work or we are going to take it from you, or we're going to make sure that you also don't get the products of our labor. Like that stuff's all just sort of gone. And that's, that's, that's very sad to me because it, it's, it's a good politics and we need more of it. And yeah, all of this sort of is to say that workers have no reason to fear the black cat, but bosses, owners, and capitalists live in fear. Your time will come. Happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah,
3: okay. Happy Always Hallows Eve. Cut fences.
1: Somehow I didn't, somehow I never mentioned bolt cutters in here, which is sort of wild. That's oh, yeah. Fine.
3: That's Buy fine. a bolt cutter. Hopefully, yeah, one of the
1: answer be for bolt cutters. So, uh, so, 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 something I learned on a job once is that, like, okay, so, so, ra- like, bar razor wire is really scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it has, like, an- it has, like, anti clotting agents in it that, like,
4: I've, like, I've on the uh, wire. But know, I've gotten past a lot of razor wire. Yeah, well, but I
1: mean, the thing, the thing about this, right, is that, like, you could just cut, like, it's actually really easy to just cut, like, the chains on the chain
4: link. So, so like, many, people, many like, people, I can many do it. Yeah, like, I'm I'm not very this. strong. <laughs> like, you could just sort of do this.
1: And, like, and this, and this this, is useful for a lot of things. Like, for example, if you have to break down sections of fences and like fences in your lawn. Like, yeah, you could can, can do lots of fun things with bolt cutters.
3: Keep the kids, oh, tin snips. Keep the kids off your lawn. Yeah.
5: Ooh. It could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for it could happen here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com dot com slash sources. Thanks for listening.
0: The following is a high five moment from high five dot com.